Welcome to Flyover State of Film. Uh, before we begin this episode, uh, and we're going to have a lot of fun today, but we would like to address what is going on in the world and saying that we do support Black Lives Matter and the protests and uh, give our condolences and thoughts around the country and the world. And instead of going right into the news, we are going to have a bit of fun with this. We're going to actually do a pitch based off the riots and the Black Lives Matter protests and the things just to start off the episode. Uh, but before this, if any of you guys want to add anything, I have Brian, TJ, and Yusuf with me. Hey, guys. I missed you. Uh, I'm going to crack hey. this. Yeah, there's nothing uh, more to say that hasn't been no. said on Twitter by a million other people. Um, donate if you yeah, can. Yeah, donate, help yes. out, support. And uh, the best thing, especially if you're older white person with older parents like me, is just like inform them when they ask you questions. Just talk to them and tell them and yeah. try to, good God, try to help. Um, yeah. Try to your not have a screaming alone. argument. Yeah, like, exactly. Leave your black friends alone. Don't like you know, yeah. hover around them. They're dealing with enough too. Blah blah blah. You've heard all this before. And yeah, we're not we're not trying to make fun of the situation. We just know that Hollywood eventually will try to capitalize. Yes. Like they're gonna cash in. They, yeah. they can't help yeah. themselves. They're terrible people. So <clears throat> we just wanted to like propose some bad ideas. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys have good ideas. I just can't imagine a way to do this that wouldn't be crass and horrific. Like. A documentary is the only way to cover this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, there's going to be plenty of footage. And in 20 years, Ken Burns or uh, actually, you know what? How about a black guy? Let's can we not do Ken Burns? Actually, <laughs> I maybe think some we're going to have a uh, filmmaker. I think there's uh, going to be at least one like good, like fruit valve station type movie, like, like small day in the life story, still very pandering. But that'll yeah. come, come out of this. But, but this major, is gonna Holly, be major Hollywood is going to be like, Mark Wahlberg, how can you save the day? Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to do it. They're going to pl place it in Boston just to reuse all the shit that they had for their, their Boston Marathon movie that they did. Yeah, that was hard so, to watch. Remember when they because, did two 9-11 movies? God, we are going to get from... Uh, we yeah, are gonna get we well, are going to get one. Yeah, I mean, listen, Nick Cage was in one. and He's going to probably get another one. Well, we were we were already making fun of them making pandemic movies like based on people writing shitty coronavirus scripts, and now this like like it's just gonna get so much worse. <laughs> uh. And there's so many platforms for this content to come out. Oh yeah, oh, there's gonna sure. be a there's gonna be a Netflix show called BLM. <laughs> it's just gonna be discussions about no, it'll be Black Lives Matter in a barbershop. It'll be shown AMC like BLM ish. Yeah. Oh God! So what are the what are the things that you know for sure Hollywood is going to put in this Mark Wahlberg uh, police led movie? He's going to wow. be a policeman for sure. Well, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a white director. Right. Um, that. He's yeah. going to have a black wife and one a half black writer. Yeah. Okay. That's the, and it's yeah. going to have a a mixed daughter. Well, that's going to be very cool. okay. Here. It's gonna have yeah, she'll be like it. ultra, you know, she's gonna be always and he's not he won't be the worst of the cops, but he'll be bad enough if, that he needs an arc, you know, he needs to come back from something. What if we did this? What if we flipped it on its head, right? We'll we'll post this, we'll make it like in the future, but instead of like races, we'll use <laughs> mystical creatures. So for like, you know, black <laughs> people and people of color, we'll make them orcs and but we'll make mm -hmm. them really like, you know. 
TJ, this is your Star Wars. <laughs> Honestly, why hasn't Star Wars made a statement yet? And one of the, one of the orcs is going to be in the center of the brutality. So it's going to be like, oh my god, the gray area is not all... The, all the not people all. are... Hashtag not all orcs. Fairies lives matter. Fairy lives matter. There's going to be like trolls in there, but they're going to kind of be like the mixed area where... They're kind of good. There's a lot of them on the police force. <laughs> I think I think Mark Wahlberg is gonna have a, a dog partner because you know they want to <laughs> make it light. Bring back the dog partner. Yeah, the dog partner. I don't <laughs> think Mark Wahlberg. I think Mark Wahlberg has a a um a ambiguous like ambiguous like ethnic uh wife, but his his best friend growing up is the Rock Black. No, no, I think it's partner. It's a we got. It's his partner. He's no, like a younger black man. That's who's, the twist. Who's I like, say you go with Yusef's idea and have a dog be raised by Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, Kevin Hart's going to be in it. <laughs> you make Kevin Hart the captain, though. Oh <laughs> yeah. The, you know the wacky. He's comic relief captain. And Bill Burr's the racist cop that needs to get taught a lesson, but the reality is. Bill Burr is the only one in the actual cast that's <laughs> married to a person of color, and daughter is. Got a cast, so he, so he can play that character because he's from for Boston. For sure, for sure, there's gonna be a scene where like Mark Wahlberg is just like giving into the situation. He's just whacking away at at protesters, and then he raises his hand, and it's his daughter on the floor, and it's gonna be like, oh my god, what am I? Mary Lou, you came out to the streets. <laughs> Mary Lou, I told you to stay home. Um, but the night before that, somehow she disobeyed the protesters, him and he uh, somehow the protesters like subvert the cops in a really like sub- spectacular way that nobody saw coming, and then you find out that Mark Wahlberg's young partner has been seeing the daughter and is helping them, and is like uh, telling the telling her the cop tactics and that's like helping so he's like, like an inside man and shit it sounds like we're gonna get all four we're gonna get all the news i am just ripping off lethal weapon we're gonna get all the news and political references like through the tv so you'll hear like kaepernick and kneeling on the tv but no one actually gonna have a discussion about it same with like trump stuff like it'll all just be on the background on it's, it's just it's just presented without comment like yeah there's yeah. a thing we just like in the background yeah. yeah, like he, like he's putting butter on his toast, and the and the TV's just going off in the background. Can we have a side plot of a seventy-five-year-old spy trying to insert himself into the police and just erase their? No, no, no. The, we, the daughter has a mentor, right? Like, there's like a top of the food chain protester guy and she has to go through these like back channels and do these like secret handshakes with homeless encampments and stuff it's It's like the john wick shit it's like that world and then when she comes upon the last the dude who's like the mentor the 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 mech you know the the brain behind it all it's a tall skinny 75 year old man (laughs) who is easily shattered when he falls to the ground (laughs) hear me out hear me out it's very reminiscent of Alyssa Milano's side plot in like Double Dragon, where her dad's a cop, and to get out of the house, she's clearly wearing a wig and like a trench coat because she has to hide her like protest colors. Yeah, yeah. colors. And um, well, she would. I mean, she's a woke queen, right? So we all, if anybody on Twitter knows, 
we all know Alyssa Milano is a place to go to get your 100% just on the money liberal uh, bullshit. So that's a, <laughs> she'd, be, she'd probably be all over putting me in part of this movie. She'd so, so what is what is Zoe what Saldana. is the end though? What is the end though? Like, are the cops just kneeling? Like in favor of the protesters and racism ends as I soon as they kneel. What if they're looking they... for like a MacGuffin, like a crystal oh. skull? Oh, oh yeah. I think they kneel. like racism is the source. It turns Peter out Berg. racism is caused by a gem, and they have to Peter find Berg. it. Peter Berg's directing it. I don't think we got that clear. Yeah. Ooh, I was gonna, I was gonna say a throw. One good thing him. about Peter Berg is there'll be real explosions. So yeah. that's cool. <laughs> no, well, the air. air. The ending's gonna be a lot I'm like Peter uh, actor personally. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the ending's gonna be a lot like the the good the good movie Black Klansman. We're gonna see a lot of live footage from the real oh, stuff, yeah. but they're just gonna show all the like the hugging and kneeling and being like, "This is what the media didn't show you." Those fake Black Panthers who like linked up with the the cops and stuff, yeah. all that like co-intel pro shit that you saw in in uh, Atlanta. That's what'll be on there. Yeah, Peter that's Burr. Our- did direct Battleship, so... Stop, Peter he Berg... He directed the rundown, so respect. I have uh, nothing against Peter Berg. I just mean, that's Mark Wahlberg's go-to guy. Yeah. Um, listen, I do... If they do get a person of color to direct, if we are being progressive, it's black, going to black. be... Listen, listen. Come on, man. Say black. Say it. <laughs> black. Um, uh, it's going to be... Uh, 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 Spit it out! Shit, <laughs> the guy who made that one bad Fast and Furious movie. Uh, uh, geez, now yeah. you got me all stuttering. Yeah, uh, I don't watch any right. Fast and Furious movies. Cut this all out. Cut this Wait, thing about like, the black Gar- uh, uh, Let's move on to the next thing, guys. No, no, no wrap it up. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that's a bad movie we just pitched. Um, yeah, Steve but, McQueen, maybe. Oh yeah, sure. He's gonna redirect that for sure. Um, what the fuck are we saying? Oh yeah, so we no, wanted to no, actually. No, Jordan Peele will write this movie. Yeah, no, Max Land is gonna write it. So we're gonna do. <laughs> I'm so um... sorry. Uh... <laughs> All right, guys, gonna... that's the episode. Have a good time. Goodbye, guys. One. Oh, I'm glad we could do the right thing here. This felt <laughs> this, this feels this smart and good. good. Don't you guys feel great? <laughs> Listen. I want to sow the seeds of our trivia show, so I've invited an 85-year-old man and an <laughs> up-and-coming um, director named Yusuf. Could you guys just hash it out on our show? My God. Content, baby! So how about we segue the fuck out of this, um, and we talk about movies that... Trivia? Um, that not, was a struggle? Not necessarily... Um, taught you a lesson but showcased uh, a struggle like we were making fun of the struggle that hollywood would probably depict on the movie but a movie that you saw and you were like oh fuck that actually actually connected and maybe you researched afterwards or you learned something from that movie um so good movies in hollywood um how about you brian where you where did you land on this topic Oh, man, you know, I had so many picks. Uh, the Last Samurai, Dances with <laughs> Wolves, uh, Avatar, um, you know, Dangerous Minds. There's just so many, like, great movies here. But no, <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, the last Spielberg movie I watched was Lincoln. 
And I really liked Lincoln a lot. And that's a movie, it's one of those, like, it's not a biopic in the way it doesn't, like, do the, go through his whole life. It takes one a small part of his life and focuses very specifically. And it's, like, all about him trying to get the 13th Amendment passed and kind of, like, you know, you get to see him kind of, like, finagling behind the scenes. You get to see the legendary, you know, oh, honest Abe, you know, straight arrow, but he's also, you know, he's playing it fast and loose and he's tricking people and he's lying when he has to. And he's like, you know, doing, and it's, you know, it was just a very interesting one. And it was a, something that I didn't know much about. Yeah. And, uh, it's really I, good. I, I like that one. <laughs> I had no idea that he hunted vampires. That part blew my mind. Yeah. First of all, I was like, Rufus Sewell is in this? And then you figure out, like, you know, they're running the Confederate side, and you're just like, what is happening here? That shit was yeah, wild. it was uh, wild, uh, but they don't want you to to know that in the in the history books, my dude. Uh, but yeah, I really did like the Mary Todd and Lincoln um, aspect of that story. Like, their, their relationship. It's very good. What you know, Oscar, um, the Oscar that year? Yeah, you know Daniel Day-Lewis actually was president for a year and yeah. did full-on blackface as Obama for a year and did in all the legislation. In preparation for the role. Yeah. He's an artist, man. Uh, but no, Lincoln's great. It's uh, I, it's a stage play. It, you're watching a stage play. It's one of the few movies where you're like, that's straight up a stage play, and it translated well. I've never seen it. It's, it's a, you'll, you won't like it. Uh, but nice what, what did you like, TJ? Oh, uh... Okay, so this movie is like one of those ones where you're just like, obviously I'm a privileged white kid. I grew up in suburbia, very easy childhood. Even though you go through like the stupid ass you know struggles a, a kid would, little fights in the yard, getting dumped by a girl. City of God was a movie that I saw that completely blew my mind. Because I mean, you're not, I wasn't ignorant. I knew things outside of the U.S. weren't great, or you know, compared to what we have luckily uh, been given. But like seeing that stuff and like watching kids have to kill kids, but they're not, they're like five-year-olds have it like those type of struggles and seeing it between two friends where one's going to a good side and one actually goes to the, to the, the wrong side of the law and stuff like that. It just kind of opened your eyes and you look into it more, especially, I think I saw it at like 15 or 16. So you dive into that and you fall into like a rabbit hole, learn about kids in different countries and like the struggles they went through. Then you go into like, learning about South Africa and stuff like that, and then North Africa and India, and just the whole struggle. It's probably one of those things that most young kids just see very young, even though it's incredibly violent. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's it's brutal, but it's like one of those things to where, like, you're not going to get a history lesson like that in school. There's no way someone's going to teach you that. So sit down, watch the movie at, you know, an appropriate age, which I think 14, 15, as rough as it could be, is smart to show kids, especially kids like me who had it pretty easy growing up, you know? Oh, that was on my short list for this, this yeah. question, too. I've never seen it. i got to check it out. It's yeah, it's one great. of those movies, man. It's gut-wrenching, but it's incredibly well shot. Oh, it's I a mean, beautiful story. It's a beautifully yes. made movie. I remember, like, yeah, 100%. I remember that movie making, like, when, in 2010, making almost – Every critic's number one movie of the decade. They, they um, made a yeah. sequel of it, I believe, called like just uh, almost along the lines of the same name. Didn't really hit as much, but yeah, if you get the shot, please, you know, watch City of God. All right, we'll do. How about you, Joe? What you? What do you want me to watch? Okay, um, I mean, like, listen, the classics solely. 
uh, Captain Phillips. <laughs> uh, no, um, uh, Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. Uh, that movie is uh, tragic, and it it's actually I have a kind of funny story. Like, especially something that affected you about it is uh, so. I was in seventh grade when that movie came out, I believe, and we would just see whatever. It didn't matter. Any trailer, like, me and my buddy would just go. And I remember it was, like, kind of when, like, first started, like, trying to, like, date girls and whatnot. And this girl, the girl, like, went to the movies to, like, spite us. And it was Hotel Rwanda. And we were, like, sitting rows apart. I remember being, like, so, like, emotionally, like, into the movie. And, like, holy fuck, this is not the movie to pick for any of this of us as seventh graders going to. Yeah. You know, and this and that. Uh, but actually, like paying attention to the movie and learning, and not just wanting to be there to hang out. With the, the, girl. the girl was like openly weeping. A few, <laughs> she's like, well, she was like, I think we were sobbing, and she was traumatized like, forever. Like, yeah, and like, uh, she never like, dated again. Just yeah. that story of like, she uh, joined the Peace Corps the next day, and she yeah. moved to Rwanda. <laughs> just that story of like, um, I'm gonna mess up the hoot, the hoot, the hoots, hootsies and the tutus. I'm sorry if I. Oh, butchered that come on what that's anyway it was just, I thought it was just a very powerful film and, no, it is. Uh, and it's and it's also like even the movie itself is like sanitized and and um i'm sure the reality the is always worse so yeah sure. the the violence is like obviously it's shocking when you watch yeah. it in the movie but once you like actually research it and i think there's a couple of documentaries i've only seen clips on youtube and you're like like just like utterly shocked at the. Well, I remember I had gone home and I had read some old Rolling Stone articles about it from 2000. I mean, for, from like 92 or so after yeah. seeing that. So uh, that's that would be my number one of just like most that like really gives you a different perspective. That's not just like not trying to tell you a a glo- a fully glossed over movie. And yeah, my opinion, like it. You know, it would be a documentary if it could. Did it, that that won an Oscar, didn't it? That, it, yeah. it was nominated. It was yeah. nominated. Yeah. It was nominated. Like, yeah. I think Don Cheadle was nominated for sure. Yeah, I was like, Don Cheadle was killed. Yeah, he was killed it. Fantastic. Uh, so, used, what do you he got? Just, he could have probably just put on his, like, robot suit and save that hotel. Yeah, yeah. save everybody, man. <laughs> Fucking. Well, guys, this is actually why I want to tell you um, we should retroactively give Black Panther an Oscar. Um... You're so woke, bro. Uh, I actually, I bid my time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't know if anybody knows. Um, probably have never revealed this in the two years that we've been doing this, or a year and a half. Um, I'm from Puerto Rico, so. Oh my god! What? <gasps> I'm not actually white. Um, what? I gotta go. I'm, I gotta quit the podcast now. <laughs> yeah. So. Assault. It was kind of hard to pick what movies like open doors for me because being in an island like pretty much all movies open doors for me but to just like it... phoebe on friends where every time you have a conversation she's like well at one time my village totally burned to the ground I was like jesus yeah, yeah. dude god <laughs> so uh no village has burned to the ground so far uh but uh the don't one... say that you white devil yeah the one that the one that shocked me uh because obviously like what was like i grew up like tj says like a uh, privileged life in terms of like mm-hmm. i could be with anybody love anybody 
Um, and my wife is of darker skin, but obviously we're Latinos, so it doesn't get, doesn't matter. Uh, but in, here in the states, if you if you were a white person or and you loved a black person, it was considered illegal, and you could go to jail, and a lot of people were murdered because of it. Um, so 2016's Loving uh, yeah. is a movie about uh, the couple that actually yeah. brought down the illegal laws that uh, persecuted interracial couples. Uh, it's, the, the movie itself is great. Um, it's not bad. Um, Ruth is amazing as the... As Ruth Nega? Yeah. yeah. She's so good. And uh, Jail uh, Edgerton? Yeah. Um, Joel Edgerton? What? Joel. Yeah. Uh, I saw it as well. But that led me to a couple documentaries that they did on the actual couple. And they have, like, footage of the couple... Uh, and oh, they wow. interview them, and they and they talk about all their experiences, like how people would come to their houses at three or four a.m. and just try to break their doors and kill them, pretty much. Yeah, they got uh, ripped so, out of bed in the middle of the night and arrested yeah. them nowhere. That movie so, is yeah, uh, movie's fucking great. That movie's directed by my pick of one of the, I think, the most underrated director working, Jeff Nichols. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice yeah. yeah. And, it's so uh, like special. Not in oh, yeah, Take Shelter. I, I like Take yeah. Shelter a lot. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't as hot on Midnight Special as everybody else. I mean, I thought it was good, but I just, it's one of those ones that it got a lot of hype, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said that's a great pick. And then also those documentaries you're talking about. I think Hulu has the loving do- uh HBO or Hulu put out yeah, the it's loving HBO. HBO. I'll always recommend a doc. If there's a doc available oh, about a subject sure. and you can find doc. it, I'll always recommend that over a yeah. movie every time. Yeah. I mean, what's for the. Sure. So come on, I do. Yeah, I I do think there's so many uh, there's so many movies out there, even some that probably have even like certain problematic things in it or characters that do lead you to a watch to teach you a lot of like this has nothing to do with like progressiveness or anything. Like I remember I learned so much after I saw Walk the Line just about Johnny Cash himself. Like I did a lot of like reading and, you know, research like but the movie led me to being like, oh, this is an interesting cat. Yeah. Yeah, like that's why kind of I opened the the my answer with that is because you know coming from a different culture, um, I knew America through Hollywood. Obviously, it's a harsher and far more yeah. dirty reality living in it right now. But um, but yeah, Back to the Future was my America um, oh. when I was growing up. So oh, yeah. uh, how about we jump off this seriousness bullshit and we talk about you know funny shit and uh, well Brian, Brian. Do you have do you have a um any genre well we're talking about shit we like anything of genre we don't like <coughs> yeah Something absolutely that was what I was gonna do genres. I was gonna talk about that segways guys my episode <laughs> That's we're really good at them I I think we're getting better um no my I just wanted to I liked we kind of almost did it two in a row now it's because this will the, our first question ended up being kind of what i would consider a recommendation round well, we're kind of doing that here too but i wanted to like you know push us everybody's got a genre of film they're less familiar or less they just don't care about as much um so i thought if you Doesn't could like pickle your pickle right it's just not you know you don't dislike it but you don't go out of your way to see them and then like people are always recommending them and you know you're just never gonna watch it you know what i'm talking about and for me personally i would say my least favorite is like rom-coms i just don't get into them I, whatever it's fine it's boring um but, this is uh, a world. <laughs> but my my question to the fellas 
was uh, what's your a movie you would recommend from your least favorite genre? You know, you, you got your the, what's the cream of the crop to you? And I'll I'll go ahead and start take my medicine. Um, I I wanted to recommend you know I cliche ones I guess would be like the wedding singer is a pretty good mm. rom com for me. Incredible. Um, never been kissed might be a secret. Uh, I don't I might have even mentioned that on the show before. So good. Um, I'm not going to lie that it doesn't hurt when the guy pelts her with eggs from the limo. <laughs> but the movie is pretty decent. But the one I wanted to showcase. Uh, so you're for just today, saying you like, you're just saying that you like Drew Barrymore. That's basically what you're saying. In your I don't, I do not want to go on the record as saying that actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, but I would like to recommend a movie, John Candy movie called only the lonely. Um, Actually, basically uh, John Candy uh, plays a older, you know, John Candy aged man who <laughs> still lives with his mother and has kind of been single. His mother's very overbearing Irish mother. And, uh, it's a love story about him meeting a girl. She's like a very shy. She works a, she's a mortician and he's a cop. Sorry. This is a cop movie guys. Oops. I didn't mean to do that, but, all it's cops hot. are bad, but movie John Candy Cop is still lovable. Okay, guys. Brian, I have a question about your rom com uh, not liking this. Do you define a movie like 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 uh, two years ago's like Long Shot as a rom com? Like, would you not give something like that a shot, or is that more of like? Oh yeah, well I didn't want to see that because it just looked bad to me. Oh, okay. well it was really funny. <laughs> okay, but I, was, I know, I know you liked it. And a lot of people and did, but I was all going like... on thirty is a great movie. I like Long Shot. What about along the, lines, along the lines of a chubby guy and a love story and he's wearing a uniform, Paul Bart Mall Cop. <laughs> I don't hate that movie. I resign from the podcast. Yeah. If I'm going to watch a Kevin James movie, I'll finally go watch Here Comes the Boom. That was good, too. <laughs> oh, wow. And I use good lightly. I just watch Grown Ups. Wait, so See, we're talking about that the... either. We're talking about the only good cop outside of Steve Gutenberg, John Candy. What's the f- what the fuck is this movie? I've never heard of. Yeah. You never heard of Only the Lonely? Well, I yeah, like it, I said, I it's it, basically yeah. about him. He meets a girl and he wants to get involved with her, but his mom is, you know, his overbearing mom, and his relationship with her is getting in the way, and he has to kind of is have it, it out with her. And is the mom anybody famous, or is just a mom? Yes, the mom is somebody famous, and I'll be embarrassed that I can't remember her name. My, if my wife were here, she would tell us. But give me a second, I'll look it up. The so mom the also mom has like a, an Italian neighbor guy who's into her, which so there's like a little side. She's very racist to him. Yeah, most Irish mothers are. <laughs> um, it's from 1991. Ah, uh, the mom is Maureen O'Hara. Okay, cool. She's a uh, she's obviously an older actress. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, The Quiet Man. She's Irish. She plays very Irish in this. Um, so and then weird. Ali Sheedy is the love interest, the girl who works at the mortuary. But anyway, Ali Sheedy, Ali Sheedy, Kevin Dunn's in it. You guys know Kevin Dunn. Come on, he's the dad in Transformers. Yes. Oh well. Yes. Anyway, that's my rom com. I would recommend to you guys. It's it's heartwarming. It's also a good like. And the dad in Small Soldiers. Oh yeah, that's right. He is, isn't he? Anyway, only the lonely. So who wants to go? TJ, you got something for us? God damn it. Uh. You guys know I don't like good movies. But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick good movies. This is too broad. Um, I'll tell you one type of movie I don't like that I get sick of. I think Brian kind of backs me up on this one a little bit. 
overdone. I mean, how many times are we going to do this? But war movies, any type of fucking war movie, World War II. I'm very selective in the war movies I bother to watch. (laughs) What do you mean? You watch Stop Loss all the time. (laughs) <laughs> I've never even heard of that. I'm too busy watching all the Jarhead sequels. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even bullshit you. I saw Stop Loss because it's like a perfect movie to watch with a girlfriend or a girl you just started dating. Because nothing but like teen hunks, Ryan Phillippe and all those fucks. Yeah, uh, Jake. Uh, no, not Jake. Um, sorry. Go on. It. No, I, Jarhead. I, I, again. I couldn't tell you the rest you of the Jarhead. Movie, right? Yeah. Uh, Jarhead. Jarhead. I was gonna pick Jarhead. Just Court Eleven. Yeah, I picked more of like an offhand one just because I have a couple written down. I'll just shoot those off. Uh, Three Kings. I mean, a lot of these war movies that I watch are just, I'm not even sure if they're real or based on anything real. Uh, uh, I know that's the Gulf War. Uh, story aspect to it, I think. Yeah. As much as we give David Ayer shit, Fury is a really a really good one, too. Yeah, Fury was good, I agree. Great cast, little small. Uh, it, I would say like a small type of a film compared to what you know it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lone Survivor was another one that I just I'm not a big Mark Wahlberg guy for some reason I just like oh what's the uh, you had me and you lost me. <laughs> I just I like uh, I like I what's that jingoistic shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's uh what's his name uh from Pandorum and Hell or High Water Ben Foster's in. I love Ben Foster so anything Ben Foster's in the kind of go watch Alpha Dog you'll have Ben Foster. <laughs> I love Alpha Dog. Uh, I but the movie I picked that I would recommend, which I guess is a type of war movie, but I just saw this past year, Overlord. Oh, Overlord. Yeah. Oh, that's a horror. It's warish. It's like a great horror movie. It starts as one thing and becomes another thing. It's a pretty show, good war movie first. You wouldn't show it to your boomer dad, and I think that's the genre no, TJ's see, I would, talking I would. about. But he did recommend like three movies you could show your boomer yeah, dad yeah, before yeah, he said Overlord. So I would. okay, okay. I, Listen, I have a controversy I have, content podcast. I have a stepdad, Guys, who, has a, uh, I have a stepdad who has a very open point of view. Uh, and this is a movie that, the abuse signal like yeah this is the movie that i would show him just to kind of like chill bond with even though it's like goofy but still at the same time it has aspects of a war movie and things that he can attach to but yeah overlord not a war movie in joe's what joe said i like your pick tj That's joe fun. what do you have for us mr smart guy hey bitches uh i don't really like musicals here we come no no they're they're bringing it back anyone who's ever been like you should watch this musical it's great guess what it never fucking is i'm always like why are they singing just because it's catchy doesn't mean i want to watch it also musicals tend to be especially older ones are so fucking long they're like three hours long i don't (laughs) care that you're singing in the rain i'm sorry yusuf la la land terrible I like Grease too, TJ. That's fun. Oh, Grease is fun. There are fun ones. What I picked, which I think is is, is stands <laughs> out of the exception, and I hate that it was spoiled by its weirdly enough predecessor, Cabin Boy. Is <laughs> Cabin Boy was a fun musical-ish, <laughs> and I don't mind a song in a movie. I want to make that clear. I don't mind a song in a movie. Uh it's Rocket Man. I thought Rocket Man was excellent. My I, I thought it was unique. I thought it told that story so freaking well. Yeah. It's like the and story was, was the same, but they at least found a cool way to tell yes. it. Right? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. So, so, and it wasn't a musical biopic. It was a musical. Yeah. 
Um, unlike, like, let's say where I think Rockman would have had all those nominations, blah, blah, blah. If uh, Bohemian Rhapsody didn't exist, Bohemian Rhapsody oh, yeah. stunk and people just liked the music of Queen and they got yeah. the two confused. And I, I'm not going to let that point go. Just because you like the music of someone doesn't mean the movie you put out is good. 100%. Yeah. I love yeah. The Doors. The Doors movie, not great, Bob. I haven't <laughs> seen The Doors movie in a very long time. That would it's, be an interesting rewatch. Uh, you know what? It's very like palatable. It's Jesus next pick. Uh, but anyway, We're watching the doors. <laughs> no, I I think Rocket Man for me. I saw that just recently. I think yeah. it like blew the doors of what you because again, the doors. And he did it. He perception. It could have went down the normal, you know. Is him as a kid, is him as a teenager, you know? struggling but, with being uh, gay, and then we're. Gonna I mean, he did. They kid. did all that, but looked it a little bit. You know what yeah, I mean? Told it had that, it, they took a fucking extra, extravagant man and made a extravagant movie. Like it, it made sense. Like yeah. it would have been more flashy than any but other. But even got like the like the love story part of just him and his friendship, like with his. Uh, Oh, that kid! Uh, that Bruce. kid gets no love. The uh, he played his uh, partner in that yeah, movie. Yeah, like the producer, like his lifelong producer. Like that was the, the 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 like the love story. It's no love from TJ. Jamie either. Bell. I can't remember his name. Jamie Bell. Yeah, they were great. So that's my pick. Like, because there's some genres. Like, it's like you know, you could say like another one would be like a western. But I do like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I actually like a lot more westerns. Yeah, and I, I had that too, and I was like, oh, I actually. Yeah. But like musicals, like I could be like Wizard of Oz, but the reality is I don't watch Wizard of Oz enough to be like, oh, I like the songs. Like in everyone, you'll get back forward, into it. You have a kid, you'll get back into Wizard of Oz. It's a great kids movie. Everyone fast forward. The Sound of, the sound of Music is very good, but it's, it's too long. Right again, fast forwards to through the mother singing in the the beginning of Willy Wonka. Mary Poppins, the last one is pretty good. Okay, here right, actually, the, yeah, the new Mary Poppins was good. Both Mary was Poppins it? are good. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it actually, legitimately was. Would if you you're very into it? BMX, if you're very into BMX, you'd love it. I've always wondered. I've, I've had this question for a while. Would you guys? I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but I want to hear from each of you. Would you consider Willy Wonka a musical? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay, it's got at, more at songs. At least like a yeah, musical there's... adjacent, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you fast forward too. through the mom doing laundry. You know, I used to. I kind of <laughs> let it play now. Charlie. When I was younger, I used to fast forward it, but sometimes I let it play now. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, it's surprising for me for that. I did the same thing. It moves. It's like a minute and twenty seconds, like of a song. She just, yeah, yeah, it's not a like, whole time. time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the I'm, Johnny bad, Depp like, I'm more mad about Grandpa Joe. Like, I, I feel like. <laughs> Because I, I hate Grandpa Joe so much, I have to let Charlie's mom have her song. Like, <laughs> like at least, like it's my job to witness her pain because this shit is fucked up. Like out of hand, that's as soon as that you dude jumped up, I'd have been like, "Here's your mop, bitch. Get to work." I've been, I'm on, a, been on a tangent. I've been on a tangent here, but did like Willie like leave Charlie? Uh, like his, all the like the tax payments and like building pay, like like basically like. All right, well, here's all the paperwork. You got to pay these people. Like, like man, that kind of You think he sucks. paid the Oompa Loompas? You know, I think, really, I think, I, no, think I read the Willy Wonka and the Great Glass Elevator. I don't know if you guys did, but I read the photo book, yeah. book. He does kind of, like, teach him the workings, and they go to, like, the island where they kidnap Oompa Loompas from and get some new Oompa Loompas for the oh, slave they to, trade. They go to space. And, uh, yeah, they go to the slave space. trade. Fucking tight. Yusuf. Actually, 
Read how many slaves uh, have you traded? Elevator. It's a really good book. I fuck with that book. So Which... my my pick is fuck horses. <laughs> I hate. I fucking hate horses. Not a black. You don't movie. like movies about horses? <laughs> Not a oh, black. Shit, racing movies. God That's a it. really hey, specific hey, genre, but it's weird. There are a lot of movies about horses. So many <laughs> fucking. <laughs> So, so many fucking movies. That's because horse girls exist, guys. Yeah. Black Beauty, Sea Biscuit, Sea Biscuit, Hidalgo, uh, Lean on horse. Lean on Peace. Isn't Australia also a horse movie? It just doesn't China, have a horse yeah. name in it. <laughs> Never Ending Story. Yeah. <laughs> Never Ending Story is like the exception, though. Like because they kill their horse off in a dramatic way, so it's all That's right. So fucked up. Also, uh, I would count True Grit would go the new True Grit when he stabs his horse at the end to get it to yeah, run. That's faster. a good. Jesus. That's a good western. Um. Anyway, what's your sorry? Pick, buddy? So what's the one horse movie, dude? Uh, I picked Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, if you want a great horse movie, uh, <laughs> Bother You Man is very timely also as a great message, anti-government and anti-capitalist message. message. Uh, but also, there's a lot of horses there. Um, so if you're really rock hard for horses for some fucking reason, as oh, Hollywood... I love the idea of the tight braid horse, you know, like, late teens horse girl with her, like... <laughs> With her North Face fleece on <laughs> and a bucket of popcorn, getting ready to sit down and, and watch beige, Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> That's amazing. I oh, love it. Horsedick.mpeg. Yeah, man. <laughs> That that's that's it that's it for me. Uh, that, <laughs> that's that was a thing. little bit inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Message. Oh yeah, yeah. With that being said, hey, I'm TJ. Uh, guys. Since the movie that Joe picked this week uh, <laughs> really, really lines up with uh, wokeness and politics. Hey, ladies, let me tell you a <laughs> secret. Uh, so I decided to pick comedies that are inappropriate. I mean, they don't really even stand the test of time, but we still fucking love them. Um, I'll go first, just because mine's a pretty broad uh, top 80s. I mean, there's so many 80s movies you could pick. Mine, obviously, with all the sexual harassment and rapiness of them. I still love Revenge of the Nerds. Still love Sixteen Candles. Gotta cancel you. Still love Weird Science. Fucking cancel, dude. (laughs) I can't enjoy that shit anymore. Don't you understand? That's what being woke means. It means never watching the thing that you already bought. Like the person got the money for it a million years ago, and it's never going to change anything if you don't watch it again. But you got to stop watching. Next, you're going to tell me you don't like you you you're canceling. You like Monster Squad. I (laughs) God, I love that movie. But I swear to God, if Ong Dong doesn't come on screen, I hear a gong. I'm not going to watch it. But out of the ones that you said, Revenge of the Nerds is the one that you would die on a hill for. Uh, if uh, no, uh, this is this is just tough to even. No, I wouldn't die on a hill. Which for one would you die on a hill? You and want what, one that what, you would what, die what, on a hill for, TJ? Come on, man. Sixteen well, candles. Just... Sixteen candles. Okay. Yeah, I agree not even with the that. best John Hughes, but all right, whatever. It's it's not, but it also has a very like where where it has. 
the best on-screen guy, Jake Ryan, but he basically is the biggest piece of shit you'll ever see in life. And then Anthony Michael Hall might have taken advantage of a girl. Might have. But the movie we're going to talk about soon does, you know, it's, it kind of went with time. There's not, it didn't really stop at all in these type of teen movies. There's even like in Super Bad, you're the whole plot of the movie. Hey man, why well, about how about, how about oh, we save? That's <laughs> my fucking pig, man. Damn. Uh, so I did, I did some like some pretty uh, out there. You said, like, what's your pick yeah. gonna be? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Mine is there's something about Mary. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was my list too. <laughs> can we, can we just? Yeah. Make an addendum about Superbad and how it's still great and one of the best comedies no, love, of all. I'm actually it. prepping. I just got Booksmart, and I'm going to do a double feature, back-to-back Superbad, Booksmart. Nice. Little Hill, feature. Feldstein, sibling action <laughs> in my life. I mean, it's pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much the same movie-ish, but it's more, like, Booksmart is more woke. Yeah, For a sure. little bit, yeah. But I think it still feels real. It doesn't feel like it's trying too hard, you no, know what no, I mean? No, no, no. Like, Booksmart, we, Bo- talk, Super- we were making earlier. So, tell uh, us about Mary. There's, Dude, there's something, something about, about Mary. There's something about her, man. Uh, what can I say about a Farley? About Mary. About a Farley. Far, about a Farley movie where there's uh, uh the fa- one of the most famous scenes is well no I think it's tied right. It's either the ball sack getting stuck on a <laughs> zipper, and the semen being stuck on the hair. Yeah, semen in the hair is probably number one. Although I do but, but gotta really say, dog is? diving out the window, him ducking, and the dog flying out the window is like a strong third place for me. And that's is, that, is that really that inappropriate? I mean, like. Think oh, about the just raunchy. The, yeah, the plot of the movie Something is super about inappropriate. The plot of, oh, like, the plot of the movie. Her down and like they everybody were, manipulating her and stuff. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. And the private detective just like what taking all the advantage of him. Uh, who's the who's the actor? Fuck, I'm forgetting his uh, name. Kevin, uh, uh, Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon. Matt Dillon just fucking taking what? advantage of Mary. No, um, you know, actors playing mentally handicapped people is always a weird oh, one yeah, too. Yeah, it's got a little bad in it. No, it is very. Um, I, 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 okay, this is wrong, it is a solid comedy though, like despite this. all that. You're, you're, um, inappropriate scene from that movie that's hard not to crack up at, which he, it is the part where he's in his office on the crutches and he drops his keys and he won't let her help him and he's like trying all this. That's like, just some excellent physical comedy going on though. It's so hard <laughs> so to be like, I can't, you know. I think the scene stealer of that whole movie every time is, is Keith David. Oh, yeah. <laughs> being like, David. being so, like, Man, I love Woogie. <laughs> you know, his boyfriend Woogie didn't take it, but he was in play state. How do you get the beef from Uncle Frank? And also the uh, old lady tits. Uh, how can yeah. we forget old lady tits? Oh, uh, how about oh. you, uh, uh, Joe? Oh, Lynn Shay, uh, the comedy the female, genius. Lynn yeah, the Shea. female Tom Atkins. Yeah. Uh, so, so my pick. Uh, so, guys, I I can't help but love inappropriate comedies and like to drop them like nothing's truly been like can't ever watch that again to be honest with you it's just so my pick is between two it just came you know first one i wrote down was saving silverman and i don't know if there's really anything in there that it i guess something like the hobophobia uh in it and um just yeah poor treatment of women spouse spouse abuse spouse abuse. About to, this motherfucker's about to say shallow how Watch. <laughs> I said no. The other one's forty-year-old virgin. Uh, Shallow what? fucking hell! I forgot about that movie. I mean, Jason Alexander with a tail. With a tail. 
Uh, no, I actually think Forty Year Old Virgin's a pretty good a pretty good pick. Uh, Forty Year Old Virgin more so than you know it. It yeah, it launched this whole like super bad knocked up forgetting Sarah Marshall. The, the Apatow verse, so. yeah. if you will. Yeah. But I mean, it's still pound for pound, just like a hysterical comedy, like. Like him walking around with the boner calling poison control. <laughs> it's just like oh, it's just... and uh, Seth Rogen and him just trade. No, Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I know you. You macramed a pair of shorts. Oh, yeah. That, how I know you're gay. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's that homophobia that's, didn't age great. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so inappropriate. And then you're alone in your room just like. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, the slams are excellent. Doesn't make it right. But yeah. <laughs> poster. Which actually is a really funny bit in the movie that he is a framed poster of Asia. And then they played Heat of the Moment at the end of the movie. I fucking love that movie. Um, so funny. There's so many. Like, even honestly, it's still funny. There's bad jokes in it. The Hangover still has some really good, really good comedy in it. Uh, Let's leave The Hangover. Yeah. Talk about The Hangover here in a little bit when we go into, we talk about American Pie. Okay. (laughs) But I just mean, yeah, and even leading up, American Pie has. You know, is is I think appealing. Um, but there is something where I do think they're doing. I wish they were getting more of chances. These type of movies that we're talking about, these like teen sex comedies or much comedies, like um, uh, Blockers was hysterical. Yeah, I mean, Blockers, I've heard Blockers was good. Well, I think they did have a revival right after American Pie. American Pie did bring them back. They oh, were, there's some. We'll talk about the string of... It was like this. Neighbors kind of goes in there, too, right? Like Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. yeah Neighbors. I would say Neighbors counts. Neighbors is kind of this vein. Cool thing Old school happened. and all those, like... Yeah, it's super this. appropriate. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brian, what's your... Oh, Euro, no. Euro trip. Yeah, uh, Euro trip. Road, road trip. trip. Yeah. This isn't oh. where I parked my car. That's dude. Where's my car? Dude, where's my car? Yeah. Uh, say it isn't so. What? Uh, um. No, that's pre. That's pre. No, that's yeah. right after American Pie. It's Kevin Klein is terrible. Uh, <laughs> just Brian, what you got? Brian, oh, we have. Well, I'm. You know, I'm old, and so I wanted to yeah. talk real quick about something that I used to see a lot in the teen tech comedies I watched, and then I. It came back in the in the American Pie in the nineties, and that's peeping on chicks. Um, it's in Animal House, it's in Porky's, and these are movies that like those were my seminal scene yeah. sex comedies. They were out in the early eighties, but by the time I was like in my curious phase, those are the ones I was seeking out. Like when you knew you were gonna guarantee to get some boobies in them and stuff. Like that's what I was getting to. And I just actually Brian Brian had a curious phase, guys. And I just. And I legitimately enjoy um, those movies still. There's, but there's definitely Porky's some cringeworthy real? shit. And the like, the just kind of like, it seems like so many movies just it was like, it's cute and funny that you want to violate like girls' privacy and like and peep on them when they're changing and stuff. And it made it just normalized, made it, it really normalized it as far as like that's yeah. just something that you do. Mm-hmm. And if a girl catches you, she might be mad, but she might also not be mad. You know what I'm saying, guys? Also, I think in it in while you're saying that it it uh it's only like from the 60s, 70s and 80s, but like all the way up to like Harlem and Kumar. They have a That's scene where they're like one. they're like looking at a chick's just taking a dump. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's true. And uh, not another team movie as well does it. Not another team movie. 
is well, yeah, but that's a parody. We didn't do it because it's in other things. Um, yeah. I would say though, of all the comedies that some people, this one, I don't know. I I think some people don't think this ages very well. But if I if there's one that I had to die on a hill for, like I like Animal House and I like Porky's, but if I had to pick a comedy that I would die on a hill for, it'd be Caddyshack. Yeah. Um, I don't okay. think it's like it doesn't have a, like a lot of really obvious things going on with it. it I don't think, like... but I definitely think that if somebody sat down and watched it with a critical eye, you could you would find reasons. To... Ty Webb is not a great dude. The way he you know, treats women specifically and stuff. And I think there's more to it than that, but like, it doesn't matter. I would go down in flames, I guess, if I had to, like, I can't live, I can't just give up Caddyshack. No. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, you've, you've been on the record of being like the biggest Bill Murray fan, uh, tied to being the biggest Jim Carrey Jim fan. Carrey. So and then who was earlier too? Oh, Drew Barrymore. Don't forget. If you could yeah, just, make, Hollywood yeah. could just do me a favor and put those three actors into well, a movie together. I mean, Charlie's Angel gets close. Charlie's <laughs> Angel gets close. <laughs> have you, oh, have yeah, you seen a, right. a Gentile Futile Adjuster? Futile Adjuster? From I've Netflix? I've heard of that. So uh, it's... Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? The... Yeah, yeah. Oh, Forte, the Caddyshack, Forte. behind the scenes. National Lampoons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did actually watch that. Yeah. Yeah. The one about National Lampoon. Yeah, I just forgot. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. Yeah, I rewatched it uh, uh, just recently, and it kind of it gives you like a really awesome look on cash. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Stuff, yeah. So you know what, like, really, like, like snowballed this into? I feel like for the next like ten, twenty years, American Pie. The people already knew we were going to talk about American Pie, <laughs> Joe. Your segue sucks ass. See, Joe, when you do that, when you do a segue, don't pause. And wait for our reaction. <laughs> Start talking. Go. Yeah, listen. Listen. Usually don't do the segments. Fifty-one episodes in, and I'm still learning things. Um, I'm just gonna give you guys the synopsis that HBO Max gave. Oh jeez. Um, pale ale, band camp, warm apple pie, Stifler's mom. These are just a few unforgettable, undeniably twisted, and utterly hilarious moments from the comedy classic about four horny high school virgins who set their sights on scorn for the first time. Jason Biggs stars in this 1999 hit that the New York Post called absolutely hilarious from beginning to end. He got he got top bell like the same nobody movie? else. I don't. <laughs> um, listen. Notoriously, every time I've Wait. presented comedies on here, I have uh, you know, my tastes are suspect. I just am very particular. But this and The Hangover fall into this category of movie that like were the biggest thing, and I could never get into them. This is probably literally the the first time I've seen American Pie since it came out. I never went back to it. I was like, okay, bye, this I'm good, like. So fine. This for me was how you refer to like, like Animal House and Porky's. Okay, I got you. And that makes sense timeline wise. I so get. It. I was already like, I was like graduating high school when this movie came yeah, out. Yeah. So, so like American Pie and American Wedding, never the second one for some reason. We're like, cool. We're gonna like, we can watch it. We're gonna jerk off. Nice. To be as blunt as possible. <laughs> Um, I've right. never, I never jerked off to this movie, but I did watch uh, the entire 
even the reunion one, I've watched it uh, yeah. multiple times. I just found times. the Shannon Elizabeth clip on the internet. I didn't need the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was this internet was kind of kind of yeah my go-to. But I was like what twelve when this came out? Eleven? When I get it, you're also fucking young. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was the perfect movie for me. I was going into high school freshman year, 1999, and it hit. Perfect. It's, I was 14, going into ninth grade. It just hit for me because this movie and Eight Mile were like the first. You used to be able Ooh, to go to, Eight Mile. <laughs> well, you used, you used to be able to go to a movie theater and like have your dad buy the tickets, give you tickets, and bounce. Yeah. These two movies, Eight Mile and American Pie, were the first movies where the parents had to actually like take you into the theater and sit down. They're like five years apart. Who? I'm just saying. I'm just saying it started it like the way. Oh, I remember Jack. I remember Jackass being that too. Yeah, probably. Like, but like these are the first times where like rated R movies. Like you had to have the parent going with you because it was supposedly so uh, insane, explicit. But yeah, Brian. Brian was taking his first family to. to (laughs) So I mean, we're all from secret family. (laughs) Not too far apart, but we're all from different. Brian was a senior. I was a freshman. Yusuf, I'm not too sure how old you were. Because I don't know your official age. I think one one year less than you. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's like one of those things where for me it hit. So I loved American Pie, American Pie 2, American Wedding. American but it should have hit for me because I was like a senior in high school. But, yeah. I, you know, like. You just, might, yeah, but you also might. You've already probably. I, I'm at the. I'm at like just getting to like puberty. Yeah, you're right. Time. I had already peaked. Thank you. You already like. Yeah. I will. You might, you've already I had your warm apple pie. Not this guy. <laughs> Dude, can I we, can, we can, I, can I ask that? Can I ask that? Have like if if I've I've touched vaginas, I'll say it out loud. <laughs> I'll say um, it. Um, I don't want to brag. I've he never said felt, vaginas, plural. <laughs> I've never felt as if I was touching an apple pie. It feels like if I was touching a vagina and it felt like an apple pie, I would recommend her to go to the doctor because that's probably an STD yeah. situation that's going down, like a yeast infection, probably. gooey chunks in here. I don't really <laughs> understand. And he has that, like, McDonald's. Why do I have cinnamon on my fingers? Uh, I, listen. Ahead, we should, do we need to, like, recap the plot of American Pie for anybody or right, anything? Man. We can yeah, start by good. talking about if we're going to talk about the plot at all, we can talk about how their stupid goddamn plan doesn't make any sense, and they point it out in the movie when he's saying it, and then they just go on with it anyway. It's oh, like, you know, we've already been trying to get laid. What is it? And they don't do anything. It's it's terrible. Brian, Brian, what if you needed them? someone to buy condoms for you, I mean, it's a spotter, right? If you need someone to that get you... Stupid, <laughs> to help you watch a TV about flowers, that's a spotter. I, mean, I get just to be like... Hey, well, let's just try some new ideas. But like putting the whole deadline on it and stuff, it just is dumb and it doesn't make any sense. Like, well, it, it gives the story purpose. Oh yeah, really uh, a sense of tension. Oh, yeah, I would one hundred percent not be friends with that dude. Like the Which the Oz, one that's Oz pushing, was the worst fucking person of all no, time. I would I would be fine with Oz because he's like honest yeah. corner. About the one, one that Thomas Kevin, and Nicholas. Like, yeah, he's so pushy. Also, that kid's so a terrible actor. I never noticed what a bad actor the rookie, <laughs> of, the kid, rookie of the year kid is. Holy shit. <laughs> the best is part the of worst. Person. When him and Chris Klein talk to each other in this movie, oh it's like legitimately painful to watch. It's like man. a black hole of, of charisma <laughs> and energy. You're like, what it's the fuck so is happening? Fuck so when they thing. Do, they're just like, bop, 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 bop
That's and probably but, the best part about these franchises that like throughout all the four movies, he tries to have those like moments of a speech and all like, shut the fuck up. We heard it. Yeah, We're his done. His delivery is always like, what? what <laughs> hey man, he's in the <laughs> schmodown. Show him some respect. Oh he's yeah, he is. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Only Chris there's only one good Chris Klein movie and that's Election and that's because he act plays an idiot which he actually is in real How life. Come yeah. Nobody likes Just Friends. I don't understand. He's this. good in Just Friends. I like, I, it's fine but the fat suit shit is not funny. Okay, man. Um, but dude, <laughs> that was the last have, topic. Wait, can I read can I read can I read can I read my first note that I, I don't know, with can you? Guys? Yeah, sure. I mas- I masturbated to that channel for sure. Oh, you're talking about yeah. the scramble? Oh, the scramble channel comes in way but better Joe, than mine oh, ever did. Super Joe, well. I have an argument for you. I have an argument for you. I saw your tweet. There was a time, and I caught it every once in a while, where you got full-on audio. No, no, it was really hard to pick a point. Like, there wasn't a moment where it froze show. on, like, a titty. But I've had moments where audio was so clear that that's all I needed. Close your eyes, baby. Dude. Okay, Dude, man, that listen, that one I, boob. Wait, wait, that one boob that would just go off your screen. That. I've seen yeah, that. I've yeah. seen that. And you're like, whoa, yeah, yeah that's, that's all I need. Bruce, <laughs> all right, too graphic. Um, my my second note is did these you do it into a sock? Hurt. Did you learn that from this movie too? Oh, I've wait, never done that second? to a sock. What was your second note? Oh, just <laughs> these people are so fucking old. Oh, the, okay, all the no. yeah, all the high school. Well, I don't think I talked the... about it in the chat. Tara Reed plays Mrs. Le- Bunny Lebowski the yeah. year before this. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I looked think... up. Go ahead, TJ. I don't think the kid, like the 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 casting. Chris Klein's a different story, but I've had kids who look like that in high school. I don't think the casting was bad. I think all the the extras were so fucking bad. Like there was like a a dude gray hair at one of the high school parties. John Cho, man, respect John Cho. No, no, it was not John Cho. But I I do think the um the speaking of that first high school party, like looking like back on it, yeah, compared to but compared to uh like what movies like since then showed in parties, it's more realistic where it's not like. 150 people at someone's parents' house, and they're the guy was just like, Okay, like I remember going to a similar party compared to like other movies that had that have, like, you know, yeah, Project X isn't real, yeah. No, yeah. no, no Project <laughs> X but I, hell, even Super Bad is probably a little over the top, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The 30 year old party they go to is pretty accurate, that's fair, well, but the Emma Stone one, though, no, not at all. Uh, but I looked up their ages, and like all of them are in their 1819s. And the older, oh. oldest is uh, Stifler. He's 24 in this film. Oh, wow. He looks pretty young, too. So I'm wrong. Oh, there because he's rocking. He's rocking. At, I wrote this down. He's rocking dress pants, a sweater, and, and slip flops. Oh, my what God. What the dude. fuck is that look that's, for school? That's the first time I've ever noticed that is watching it like an, like a couple hours ago. I'm like, why is he? And they weren't even like slippers. They were like closed toed to where yeah. we saw three of his toes. And I'm like, what, what is the that? fuck is that look? I, I had a note about their style, too. Not stifflers. And the Hawaiian shirt looks kind of come back around. Mm. Yeah. Jenko jeans. Jenko jeans were in this. It does have. I like, a, of, I like a good Hawaiian shirt. I'm a fat guy. I like a good Hawaiian it shirt. It does have one of my favorite, uh, which I thought was a funny joke in that scene, not the scene before where uh, Jim is talking about like doing his hair, and he's like, "Cool hip Jim or laid back Jim." I always thought that was funny because <laughs> it doesn't change at all. Hey, oh, you dude, want- what was the budget 
for hair hair gel in this oh, movie. Oh wow, yeah. There's a lot. Oh, Except yeah. Chris Klein. God, Chris Klein's got the worst fucking haircut and the biggest goddamn forehead. <laughs> It's so his hair is so stupid in this. He has like two strands that hang down, but they don't even hang down like in this. They're like way out here on the he, side. But he's going for the Frank Sinatra look, man. You didn't no, hear that? Friends call me Nova, like Casanova. He's the song from that McDonald's Suck commercial me, all the time. <laughs> Suck me, beautiful. God damn it! I had some. I had a fucking point. Oh, oh, okay. You want know? You know what I didn't like about this fucking movie? I have red hair. All right, it's pretty obvious. German. It was I realistic. That, I wanted that kid to play Upchuck if they made a Daria movie. <laughs> I've had to deal so with that bullshit like that. since Angus because of this kid. Uh, he was in the Freddy. He's in She's All That as a bully so for mist. some reason. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he doesn't really count the mist because he dies fast. Thankfully, National Lampoon's <laughs> Gold Diggers. Terminator. <laughs> Oh, he's with the, that's also with Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World, I think, too. Yeah, the oh movie's God. not watchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy for 2006. Um, oh, but 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 talking about redheads, we had we do have Natasha in here. Yeah, gorgeous. Repping, repping Natasha hard. Leone. I had one fuck of my first moments. I think my favorite thing I ever saw on Twitter was somebody was like, why haven't they made a remake of Columbo with Natasha Leone? <laughs> I was like, fuck, yeah, I'll watch the hell out of that shit. Just Dude. her investigating. They'd be like, one more thing. You know, she got the cigarette out and everything. Oh, Dude, yeah, fuck. no, you said you said on Twitter that the funniest line was from um, Allison uh, regarding the bank camp. Specifically the whole turn of yeah. her character is the jo- is the one joke that yeah. really works in this I movie. I remember my parents I'm, coming home That's from the, the thing that hits the hardest in the whole movie. Is her but the, the line, I don't know why, I literally didn't laugh in this movie. Sorry, I just watched oh, it. I was entertained at times, but the, but the only time that I, no, 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 I'll, I'll take it back. Eugene fucking Levy is a gold he made yeah. me laugh. He can't help it. He's so goddamn but, funny to look at and just the way he acts. Dude, especially when he's like uh, giving him the birds and the beast. I'm still waiting for Brian to give me the birds and the beast well, talk. That's I've the thing about – they make fun of Jim's dad. Jim's dad is a great dad. He's, he's a, a great supportive dad. dad. He's a, like a really pussy. open – he's really – Well, they're really just looking at the mash The mom is embarrassing the shit out of him, but the dad is like all over it, you know? <laughs> well, they're just looking at the mashed pie. <laughs> oh, we'll just tell your mom we ate it. Just ate it. But the one line that made me laugh in this movie is Natasha going like, "You've never double click your mouse." Like that <laughs> just made me laugh. I don't know why, because it's such a perfect image. <laughs> like it's just so dead on. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, Eugene Levy for sure is the only shining uh, aspect of this entire series, I would imagine. Well, they put him in every spinoff, too. because he yeah, He's not yeah. even just in the core movies. He's in, like, the the one about the naked mile. Yeah, he shows up <laughs> to, like, Stifler's cousins or brothers, like, yeah. thing to be like... Oh, it should be. Yeah, I, I don't know who the casting person here, who was with, who got Eugene Levy and Jennifer Coolidge in the same movie, but good for them. Like, great... <laughs> Good stuff. They're like they were just watching Best in Show, and they were like, you know what? I'm putting these people can in my I, can sex give, comedy. Can I give you guys? Like some, can I give you some spoilers real fast? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, for future movies, an American Wedding, Jennifer Coolidge, Eugene Levy, knock at the boots. What? What happens? Yeah. To, what happens with Jim's mom? Where's she at? It's she actually passed. really, really emotional moment, but she she, had, she passed cancer. 
Uh, in between movies. <laughs> oh, off screen. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And the actress is still alive. Of yeah. course. They just wanted to have Eugene Levy and Jennifer Coolidge bang. That's why they Jim. did that. Reunions? Not. But it's horrible. Eugene Levy and American Wedding, or I'm sorry, American Reunion. That's where the, he really fucking shines. They give him like a full on like role in that movie. I they mean, give they him should have, period. Like, uh, Jim. Jim's dad should have had his own spinoff movie. Well, um, this is technically it. Just passed recently. If you want to talk about American Wedding, uh, Allison Hannigan's parents are, uh, or dad is um, Donald Trump. I believe it. No, no, not passed. Sorry, it's Fred. I think it's Fred Willard. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, Fred Willard passed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I believe that's Allison Hannigan's dad, and they play like the uptight, like very sure conservative parents. Like, there's. They're an entertaining, funny series. They're just... They're not making anyone's best. I think they're, they're broke this one movies. just didn't do much for Pro me. Um, I did want to talk just for a second about Mina Suvari. Isn't oh, it weird yeah. that in the same year she played the 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 like prissy uptight girl who ends up banging the guy but then also played the slutty girl who doesn't bang kevin spacey it's like hollywood gave her the two roles and then they were like oh well you've kind of done everything you kind of flop flip flop both tropes and now we don't have anything else for you like sorry they probably wanted to offer her like a musical and then they Heard her sing and was like, "Fuck!" Oh, no. I was like, this, "This school doesn't have any black or Puerto Rican people that can help out." Like, <laughs> that choir is not winning shit. Stick to I, lacrosse. I, I have so many problems with all that, but the 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 creators duped America again by doing a more serious movie called Loser with. Jason Bateman hey, and I remember hey, that. That hey, was like hey, the we're gonna parlay Jason hey, Biggs into another I, movie. It came I, out, everybody hated it, and he didn't no, do anything until no, fucking Orange is the New Black. Off. We're not Saving gonna do this. We're not gonna I will not stand for any loser. I didn't say it was bad. I said losers. Oh, he did like, this guy. I'm pointing at him right now. Oh, <laughs> I, I right maybe there. never <laughs> saw it. I don't wanna I wanna be fair. I maybe never saw it. It's not but a You don't have to watch it. It's like that and Saving Silverman, and people were like, no, sorry, we're not doing Jason Biggs. And then he had to go Stop away. Jason Big. We don't like you. Back in Black. Loser literally looks like like an American Buy spinoff of the cover, but it's a more of a dramedy of its time. Like there's more like an anyway. Back to the lacrosse singing competition. I have such a problem with Oz being like, it's the lacrosse championship. Uh, but I joined this other thing that honestly, like he spent his whole fucking life doing lacrosse. And now he's just going to bail? No, okay. fuck you. Hold on, hold on, time out, time out. No, I have such a problem. We all know a time guy out, who would out. bail on anything for a girl. Guys, guys, alpha here. All right. I feel, as, wait, wait, as, TJ, as, before you finish, BJ, I feel he made the right decision because if he would have gone to college, let's say Duke, he probably would have ended up, you know, raping women. Oh, go ahead, TJ. I don't know how to follow that. But as a former high school athlete, a good <laughs> former high school athlete, look, man, he didn't say it was a championship. So it was the last game of the season. Central beat them last time. Okay. And also, did Still you see? Miss. Nope. Nope. He went up. They went up like seven goals because of him trying really hard before he left and quit. So he knew what he was doing. Give him a nice lead. All right. That's it's fair. just like who picks their prom date two weeks before prom. I'm just happy that he came back to sing horribly in the competition. <laughs> so bad. Like, 
I can't believe you. They definitely did not have them sing before they cast them, right? They were no, like, okay, no, they, they no knew way. the plot was gonna have singing in them, but they did not bother to test them singing. All right, <laughs> like, can you take off your shirt? Yeah, you're, right. you're fine. Go ahead, right. come in. I have a few more notes that I just want to run through. How much of a loser was Casey Affleck that he knew about that book? First off, <laughs> like that's oh, not a cool thing. Oh, he looks, and also, like he I hate Casey him. Affleck's look in this movie. He looks like such a tool when they call him. I was like, well, yeah, but like he really looks like a yeah. tool. Like he looks more exactly than, more like so this now. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. No, dude, dude, and no, sorry. And also, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. That the all uh, to unlock the key to the book is like, oh, I want to satisfy her too. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get her. the book they for do that sure. Twice with him. They do that twice with him to give him like this, like, cause like Natasha Leone's like, you dupe her just say you love her. He's like, I don't want to dupe her. And then Casey Affleck does the same thing. He's like, I want to return the favor. And he's like, all right, you passed the test. Like, what and are all these tests? He's like, he's like the biggest douche in the world. Oh my God. I have a super hot girl from the Selamine. I love you. She's giving me head. Super. But- but I'm like super unhappy because I can't fuck her. It's like, dude, what the fuck? This is like the, the, the <laughs> lowest. I'm, I, sorry, I can't relate. I'm not. That's why his pack makes no sense because he's Has, guaranteed. Okay, here's a question. For yeah, you. his pack doesn't make sense. He's on the verge already. He's yeah. not. He's the only one who doesn't have to really do anything except all he has to do is be a decent person for like two more weeks and he'll be fine. Jim's the only relatable one. I like. I, I told you guys I like Finch's plan. Yeah. I think Finch's plan of the rumor of the big dick yeah, or whatever genius. it is is genius. And like, here's why: because if the if the end game is to just get laid one time, it doesn't matter if that ends with them the rumor being busted and the girl going and being like, oh he didn't have a big dick or whatever. Because you achieved, you're gonna go off to college. You're never gonna fucking see yeah. these people again. You you. You know, so as far as like achieving his end goal, I'm not saying it would be the best way to do it, but it's like the most straightforward one that would work as far as I'm what concerned. If, what if he had like a lit pipe down there? Like he was being honest about it. I was going to ask you guys. I was going to ask. Then again, no backfire then. I was no going to ask you guys as a, as a fun little game real fast. We'll, we'll leave with that right now. Fun game. Because because one of, sorry, because one of the rumors was came through he did fuck stifler's mom yes yeah. correct here's the question out of all four of the guys rank their penis sizes let's say like like this okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna say jim's hung the most then finch are oh, you talking about the american pie i'm sorry i was just yeah, not us. Oh, yeah, 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 man. no no come on oz Oz has that big dumb farm it's, guy it's who Oz, likes, it's Oz, Oz Jim. Like, yeah, he has Oz. no brain, he's all dick. Like Oz, Oz has Jim, a baby arm. Yeah, he looks like a fucking tripod. Finch, um, um, rookie <laughs> of the year, and then and then Stifler. No, no, Finch is, and the thing about Finch is though is it's really thin. It's long and thin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. I think Jim's packing. And Jim's got really long balls. <laughs> I fuck. I'm with him on that one. Yeah. All right. Um, another speaking of long balls, uh, oh, I think oh, the most iconic oh, scene of this movie is the the uh, the webcam, which is a better stream than we have right now. Oh yeah, that's that. I mean, talk about that. <clears throat> that's what brought up my thing earlier. But like, it's even more appalling because he like broadcasts. It's not just the people who are there; he broadcasts it to everyone in the school, and it's like. I think the movie tries to let him off the hook by having him be the one who's most embarrassed. 
but what yeah. happened and but like, like the internet no, was like, like it's totally fucked up it's horrible no, it's, it's so fucked up and like the internet was like taboo then yeah the you internet know. was known as mostly for porn then you know yeah um and she was i will like, say that my wife was watching this with me she hated this movie too um but she was uh, initially she's mad you know she's like mad at the like the 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 recording without her permission but then she just got more mad about how stupid and unrealistic everything else was about like she just sits around topless and then finds some porn mags and start masturbating like like when somebody's like i'm gonna change my clothes you don't give them like endless time to change their clothes you would expect her to be out within like a couple minutes that jim ran far to go to his it was legit it was legit a porn movie setup yeah. To the point of him like coming in and he's like, and he's like, oh, I, you're already here. Yeah, it's a about- <laughs> in a regular mainstream movie. Like, yeah. and, like it's acted the, about that well. Let's say the internet didn't exist. I think what would have happened was, uh, uh, rookie of the year would have been his neighbor. Their windows would have lined up, and it would have been like Nadia's coming over. Own a bit of warm, I keep Go. I'll run across the street. Yeah. And- but he ran like blocks. That's this time I was yeah. watching him like. Like you said, someone's changed the room. I feel like they'd be like, oh, when's like Jim? Yeah, I feel like back? she would, if legitimately she just changed her clothes like a normal human being and didn't act like a weirdo, um, she, she would be out, she would come out and he'd still be running to his friend's house. Like, she, 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 like holy <laughs> shit, he wouldn't even be to that dude's house yet. The Jim, friends would have seen the boobs and he'd still be running. Yeah, it's Blink 182 at that one guy's house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This My whole. This soundtrack's awesome. Oh, it's incredible. Well, when I'm, Harvey I'm, Danger came on, I was like, oh, movie's good now, I guess. Did you guys see my tweet about Andy Andy Signor? Can you put like the picture here of Andy Signor being oh, in the movie? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, why was I keep invoking his horrible name? <laughs> just, so just put it here. Leap that, TJ, just the Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. What is with the band? That band was a really bad choice. <laughs> they were like 45-year-olds in a high school like band. The, they ruined prom, from what I can tell. <laughs> you know what it looked like? It looked like, uh, what's his name's Aladdin. What's his name? Uh, the director. This joke would have been better if I knew the director's name. God damn it. Um, Guy Ritchie? Yeah, that guy. Hilarious. Uh, but wait. Joke the, landed. Joke landed. laughter. Slam down. Struck. Boom. Jim Jim's an idiot because Nadia clearly would have wanted to hook up with him, and if they just spent m- minutes she studying, gave, she gave him the fuck eyes. I don't know four times before they even set this whole. Yeah, but he was up. like, I don't know, guys. Let me set up this webcam that doesn't exist in 1999 for every computer. Well, also, I was gonna say about him running. Uh, sweat collects in very unfortunate places and thing in times like that. So I mean, you're not gonna want to dive right into with a very beautiful woman after running. Oh, right. she just sprinted across town. You don't no. want to just instantly was, jump in bed. Know, we all know he that was, he was wearing boxers that got fake boobs. I was kind of uh, uh, speaking of sweat. Um, yeah, that was super fake. Um, I was kind of mad. I mean, when you go back and watch the movie, it's such a sweaty movie. But I think that was an actual choice. Like, cause I mean, Probably. teens are sweaty. We're all fucking just, unless they just were like, ah, let's shoot all these scenes and not powder anybody's face throughout this entire. Dude, film. they spent the entire budget on fucking gel. <laughs> They're not gonna so, buy so much makeup. So final, final, final thoughts here. John Cho, cool character. No, uh, 
Jim, bro, he, would he you, created would a you? billion dollar word. I'm sorry. That's what all this movie did yeah, for yeah. the book. Uh, he read it he read it off the script, Joe. That's yeah. how movies. That's uh how movies. Jim is also dressed like Lloyd Christmas for the prom. And Natasha oh, Leone yeah. is cool. That's my last minute. And Stifler's oh, mom must not have care about insurance for letting those kids have that party at that house. Oh no, that 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 house is definitely in the uh, divorced husband's name. She don't give a fuck. All right, but so does anyone else have any other things they want to say about this movie? Oh, I want to shout out um, one of the background actors is uh, James DeBello from a much better teen comedy, Detroit Rock City. He plays oh, Trip. Yes, yep, Trip. He's also uh, real quick. He pops up in uh, uh, Scary Movie Two. He's like oh, the roommate. Shit. He, he's like uh, the the roommate does of the, does uh, the Sean Wayne. Yeah, he's the one. No, the they band. do the they do the. Uh, when he has the tattoo, the Ray, fuck me, it's the thing oh, from yeah, 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 yeah. Freddy vs. Jason, right? Fuck me. Huh? Freddy vs. Jason? No, uh, different guy. Know. Different guy. Uh, all right, tangent. Too, Super right? tangent. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyone Sit. else? You guys good? Yusuf, lead us off. I'm looking Hit for it. I don't see anything. Let's go to the ratings phase. All right, Brian, you give us your ratings since I think you should go first. Who, me? Yeah. You said me? Yeah, I, um, Your name yeah, I mean, I give this, like, I don't know, like a three. Like, it's it, it's mostly bad and badly acted, too. Like, it's not that funny. The people aren't that good in it. Um, it's got that one good joke. I'm probably being a little too generous with three, actually. This is a bad movie. I do not like it. And I will never watch it again. Hmm. Hmm. Can I go? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm giving this movie a seven. Once again, I saw this going into freshman year. That's hey. Detective Pikachu numbers. This is fucked up. <laughs> hey, look, I love... How the, are you measuring movies at this point? I love the American Pie series. I think it's a good time capsule for what it was at the time. Hey, when I was in eighth grade, ninth grade, and I was a freshman in high school, I talked about a lot of this bullshit with my friends. Can't even lie. It's very... Of its time, it's not a great film, but for me at the time, it it hit me for what it was, and I think I, I enjoy all four of these films. Me too. Me too, Watch TJ. Uh, I, uh, I'm very broish though, so I'll take it. <laughs> I'll I'll I already admitted it. Um, I watched this entire franchise multiple times when I was of that age. Uh, I did not want to revisit it. I would li- really did want to leave it like in my nostalgia bank after revisiting it it's a flat four for me um didn't laugh once the acting is horrible natasha and uh eugene are the only bright spots for me um eugene is the best um and he's also There's very so sweaty. much better content though with natasha leone and eugene levy out there oh, like yeah, watch russian sure. doll go watch Shit's creek Shit's creek you know? yes 100 like, percent and every any Christopher Guest movie. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Uh, actually, not any because everybody always talks about Best in Show, and we all know that's great. Go watch Waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman is a fucking work one, of uh, art. It's so good. It's one of those movies I can watch anytime. What's the What's the one the the country wild, music one? Wild Heart. Oh, Mighty Wind. Mighty Wind. Mighty Wind. That's he said Wild Heart. One of those things. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not into folk music, but if especially if you like Spinal Tap, Mighty Wind is almost like. Spinal Tap for like 50 year old folk artists and it's so funny and so good and the songs are so fucking catchy you'll hate they'll be stuck with you I like Uh, Mighty Wind Uh, 
I didn't okay. hate my time, but I was just staring at the, staring I'm, at the screen. I'm Come going on, right with I'm going right with TJ. I'm putting it at us seven flutes. Pikachu is shopping to you too. Now, this is obscene. Um, listen, I have my own ranking systems, and this one, I, I, I will be honest, this, this gets put on probably eleven o'clock at night, can't sleep, don't want to yep. think, background yep. noise. Yep. Or eleven o'clock in the morning, first cup of coffee, it's on TBS. Yeah, it's like Yourself, maybe I'll watch American. I got a Wedding. project for you, my man. <laughs> okay, you know, I actually was gonna say the same thing, Brian. I want yep. you to go back through our episodes. Go through the rankings and give it some oh av- get some averages, so that, and then put them together so we can see how different movies have averaged in their rank. Because I want to know. Steph, Steph, this is ridiculous. Ryan. Steph, Ryan, That's, an we need a That's a fucking Excel sheet. We need a statistician. You're our man. I guess it wouldn't be too hard to find. Oh, okay, okay. The last like okay. 15 minutes of no, each episode. Bullshit. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing, right? New show on Flyover State of Film. Charting with Yusef. <laughs> whoa, whoa, dude, you can't give that kind of content away for free, dude. You got to put up a paywall before you do Only that. fans. We're going to be launching our only fans, not Patreon. Uh, so, my, I got next, and I give up. I give up on my bit. I don't give a fuck about my bit anymore. <laughs> Bro, you made it six months in. That's pretty good. I give yeah. up. I give up. And we're like watching three, Twister. We're watching Twister. We're watching yeah. Twister. Twister? We're watching yeah. Twister. Uh, I feel like that's a flyover classic. Oh, man, oh, Yusuf. Man. I was so scared you were going to pick something very... Uh, the extreme. Um, we're going to the I'm extreme. I'm so glad we're not watching, like, like watching the original Scarface. We're watching You know, everybody, everybody was like, oh, dude, Twister's on Netflix. And I was like, what? As I dusted off my Blu-ray, I was like, huh? <laughs> Welcome oh yeah, thank goodness. Sucks. I haven't seen that you movie actually, in years. Uh, you actually pulled out the VHS next to your Titanic VHS. Oh, I've had I have had Twister in yeah, VHS in now Blu-ray format. Yeah, I've owned yeah, Twister and the Twister soundtrack fucking slaps. It's like oh. a van it's like half a Van Halen it's scene. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. everyone's VHS went Titanic then Twister. Yeah, really, that's yeah, right. Independence Day. Guys. Get ready right. for Twister. Get ready for uh, get sucked up in a ready tornado. Ready for the extreme. Uh, right. so where can the people find you, Brian? Oh, man, you can find me on Twitter. Losing followers left and right. Um, uh, at Herskules. And, oh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Steph, our fan, who did that amazing drawing of me as a dog who made my la- my wife laugh out loud. Uh, so, you know, of all the commissioned fan art I've had made of me, I think that's my new favorite. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my pug uh, drawing, but that's uh, TJ. Where can the people find you? You guys are on Flyover to the Film YouTube right now. You can find me on Twitter at TJ Dex. Uh, guys, check out. Our recent 50th uh, anniversary episode that we did, we have a special 50th anniversary. It's, of it's been 50 years, guys. Crazy. 50 years. <laughs> the episode with oh, the 50th anniversary of Planet Apes with Yusef and Brian. And then when this comes out, we'll also have our recent episode of Little Ninjas that me and Joe did. It, we call it the Dum Dum episode of Flyer. Yeah, go watch that Planet of the Apes episode. That was a lot of fun. Watch Little Ninjas. Yo, I miss you. Where can the people find you? I want to find you. Man, you can find me on Twitter at Chindangle1. Um, you know, using the usual tweets, trying to still trying to still in threaten movie tweets even now, just because like everything's terrible. Um, 
we have a like you guys said we have a lot of content coming up uh and uh, i think it should be time soon for brian and i to do a flyby Ooh, and do we want to tease we talked about it you want to tease it or you tease it i mean i don't know you want to draw enough of it first blood oh <laughs> the, the cheek they're gonna all talk right. about menstrual cycles all right all guys. right uh, I... um no uh donate if you can protest if you can wildlifemovies.com peace out <laughs>